I think there's a lot of iconic photos that we could replicate, like put ourselves into. Oh, absolutely. And not just... What, what's frustrating is I feel like some of our best... And it's not frustrating. It's frustrating. It's our, an, our best ones only go to our patrons. Well, and that's, currently, that's a singular. That's a singular. There's yeah. only one patron at the $9 a month level. And at that level, you get a custom photo of us each month. Yeah, where we actually put the work in. Yeah, and we go we go to places and do photo shoots. Costumes and all that jazz. Yeah, we do some serious editing of the photos uh, sometimes. Yeah. Like It's a lot of work, but we have to brainstorm these ideas and, and put in this time. And it's frustrating that we do so much of this. And we won't ever post these photos. Nope. These these it's just a, go. Yeah, it's, it's a bummer. It just goes on Brett Hoy's fridge, mantle, and mantle. I think we've made the fridge as well. The glamour shots definitely. Oh yeah, you heard us right. The glamour shot. We've said too much already. <laughs> One of the great dude. I love that shot so much. I love that shot, and I saved the Lightroom preset. Oh, nice. As I think it's called like Dave's favorite or something like yeah. that. Yeah, and. As I'm looking at photos sometimes, like I will accidentally scroll over <laughs> and just see it all get blown out and flattened and crazy soft. I'm like, yeah, this doesn't look that bad. This I might be what the that. client wants. Yeah. <laughs> this is what, what we they... need to do eventually is we need to go down to Six Flags, you and I. We're going to go to the Old West photo. You know that like photo booth yeah. they have where you can dress up, wear fake mustaches, big mutton chops? Did yes. we need to do one of those? See, I think – I wish there was a resource, and there may be. Yeah. Where we could go to someone's studio and like they would have tuxedos that we could put on, do some shots with tuxedos, and then do cowboy oh. theme, do, you know, working man with the overalls and the yeah. hard hats. I wish there were a place that had all these sort of things concentrated in one spot. What about people that take senior portraits? Because I remember they used to have like backdrops and like, like, ooh, I want to put you, you're a dark soul, you're a dark kid, I want to put you in front of a moon, almost like you're, a, you're like a, a vampire boy. Yeah. Mean, that was said to me before. That was very upset. I was like, <laughs> I get it. I have pointy Every teeth. Every year. Thank you. No. Just Until the... finally my mom was like, you know what? I'm not paying for this. I'm taking you to JCPenney. Took me to JCPenney and they just have me lay on my side. With in, my in front of the arm. dark moon. <laughs> Come on. I was moonless this time. I was on a rug and it's just me with an Iron Maiden shirt and khaki pants and Oh, it's a fantastic photo. Nice. That was a good uniform for a yeah, while. I think she thought I was a woman, so she posed me like one. <laughs> yeah, I was washing dishes and uh, and cooking. In Hardy's fashion. In Hardy's fashion, yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think of like these different... Uh, there, there's an Instagram pop-up. I don't know if it's still there, but yeah. there was a thing in downtown St. Louis that had all these crazy rooms. You may have seen people post photos uh, from places like this. Mm. I know there's a few in New York like and escape LA rooms? and stuff. No, it's like... A, a, a building and the rooms have different really crazy themes so there'll be one where there's like just red balls spaced evenly all over the wall and so it looks so like you can go in wearing like you know a, a yellow suit and you stand in this like perfect crazy backdrop oh, yeah we look got, like mcdonald's all of a sudden yeah and they, they've got stuff where like there's a room like where the furniture's mounted on the side of the wall so you look like you're you know you look like you're sideways standing over yeah. it or, or it's upside down cool. and stuff. So they built a bunch of things like this, but I think it's it's like 30 bucks to get in per person or something, which as a businessman, I think is totally reasonable. Yeah. Like you're paying rent, you've got stuff, but I question that like 
what teenagers, what Instagram yeah, wannabes what are like, like, hey, oh, guys, let's all pounds. pay. Like, for the four of us to go, it'll only be $120. <laughs> <Yeah>. That's it. <laughs> uh, but it could work for us. I would do that. I think that's sweet. I'm going to have to look in to see yeah. if that's still around. Also, I know someone who just got a job at the Science Center. And we can sneak in there and get some photos. Like possibly. A, of us, like... With a dinosaur? Yeah, I mean, that would be awesome, right? Us running... Actually, it's free, and if we're taking photos on our cell phone, they can't stop us from coming in in costumes. (laughs) That's the argument you make all... You can't stop us from coming in (laughs) in costumes. This isn't the first time you've had to put your foot down. People are against costumes. I just don't get it. Show me the rule. I've got got it. I've got it right here. It's in the Geneva Convention. (laughs) Citizens arrest, costumes, both are allowed. <laughs> Get on board. Winning. Speaking of costumes, I like speaking of costumes. Yes. Is about a costume, not really, but sort but of. But kind of, yeah. Here we are. Chapter, what are we, eight? Sorry. Chapter know. eight, that chapter, is correct. Chapter eight. A, a cap, cap on, on a peg. peg. <laughs> I kept reading this as a cap on a pig. I thought the same thing. And I thought it was like that uh, expression of, you know, uh, they have there. There is the expression of you. Uh, it's like putting lipstick on a pig. Have you heard uh, that expression? Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a negative thing about. It, it's how essentially looks, saying right? like you, you can't make a pig look pretty. It's like putting in some sort of effort doesn't change what it is. Like I would say, like I've dealt with some projects and people like it's awful footage they gave me. Like everything sucks about it, and they're like, we could use a better song, and I'm like, yeah, it's lipstick on a pig. I don't say that to them. Yeah. But that's the thing of like, it's not going to make a difference. It's still going to be an awful video just with lipstick. Has anyone ever put lipstick on a pig? Because maybe it, it pulls it off. I'm sure. I can imagine a pig in some red cowboy boots, rhinestone boots, a little Obviously. bit of lipstick. It's got this blue jacket, too. Are you yeah, seeing the blue a, jacket? And at a point, they're making an effort. And why dog on them for yeah. that? Miss Piggy, if she put on lipstick, I was like, not bad. She always wore lipstick. Yeah. She was very, very well taken care of. Boom. She presents herself So you can put lipstick on a pig. Thoughtfully. I just want to debunk this because I don't like people talking bad about pigs because they are delicious. We should have our own Mythbusters show <laughs> yeah. where we debunk just turns of phrase that are clearly like not at all serious, but like... Yeah. It's, a, it's an eight-second clip of us putting lipstick on a pig and being like, there we go, Boom. debunked. Yeah, lipstick just dropping on mics. We always drop whatever we put on. So you drop the lipstick and I drop a pig. <laughs> <laughs> and then we say pigs can't fly. And then we cut and there's a pig in front of a green screen. And it's poorly keyed out and it's or, flying. Or just a pig in one of those uh, like indoor skydiving tunnels. <laughs> oh, oh, I want to see this image. There's some guy. Is that animal cruelty to just throw a pig in there? Because it's funny. Like, isn't that the rule? As long as it's funny, it doesn't count. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. <laughs> as long as as white males don't get hurt. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Pigs, it's fine. Pigs are fine. Yeah. Um. Speaking of, of truth and and ethics, I texted you this yesterday. I have it written up right there. I want to know about those three dollars. So I we had talked on the last episode. I had stolen something accidentally. Yeah. And the the full story now that it has been resolved. The full full story was this: I had gone to IKEA to buy a couple shelving units for my video gear, which, Ooh. which you saw downstairs. Yes, They've been phenomenal. Assembled. They were large boxes, and I put them in the cart. And I realized only when I got to my car that I had set them on top of a pack of 
a 10 pack of AAA batteries, which is $299. Yep. And because these things are so heavy, they didn't like lift up or check or anything. They just, you know, scanned the barcodes of these giant boxes and sent me on my way. And when I loaded them in my, my car, the last thing I noticed was like, oh my gosh, there's batteries in this cart. I got out of the store with batteries. But I was running late, so I couldn't at the time run back in and remedy the situation, unfortunately. Right. So I had maintained that I was going to go back and make it right. And so I was there this past weekend. Okay. And Ooh. while walking through, I grabbed a pack of these AAA batteries, and I brought them to the cashier at the end along with the rest of my purchase. Uh, and I said, uh, this is an, a strange request, and she was very, very nice. Um, I was like, I accidentally stole batteries. Like they were underneath a bunch of boxes for something I, I had built. And I was like, can I pay for these and not take them with me. Uh, and she's like, yeah, if you really want to. <laughs> and I was like, yes, I would really like to. So she scanned it. I paid. And she said first, she's like, wow, that is the most honest thing I think I've ever seen. And that's not what I was going for. I had just been torturing myself for this accidental theft. Right. Uh, but then I think jokingly, as, as uh, Jesse and I walked out, she was like, do you want to take the batteries anyway? And I laughed. I'm like, no, I I can't, obviously, because then I would still have stolen. And then like, she took those batteries. You think so? Yeah, I would have. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you're just okay Someone being just a bought thief. Those. <laughs> I, I bought the batteries. Someone bought those batteries. I bought the batteries a, like two weeks ago. I had just not You just paid purchased for them these yet. batteries, though. It's the same barcode on both. The computer doesn't know. Oh, the computer doesn't. So she can walk out now. That has been scanned. Those can clearly go. Yeah, but then there's still an unaccounted for they set don't of count. batteries. They don't know. Things happen all the time in shipping. Man, I was so upset. And it's like my, my purchase of like furniture and stuff was like three hundred dollars. Yeah. It which amounts <laughs> to one percent. The the two ninety nine is one yeah. percent of my purchase that I, I accidentally stole. Um but it's the principle of the thing. You're a good man, Sean. I just I you're, can't. you're in truly hardy fashion. Uh, you're a good man. I think Fenton Hardy is is my guiding light. Yeah, he would be very proud of you. I will say to those listening, the moral of the story is: as long as you put the batteries in the top shelf and buying a shelving unit, you can get those batteries for free. <laughs> That's not at all. <laughs> That's not at all the takeaway. That's not takeaway, the takeaway. Takeaway is don't steal. That's the takeaway. Oh. A good detective never <laughs> sighs in disappointment nor so kids, steals a pack of batteries. if you're listening, do not steal a pack of batteries. Forget that you put them in there, and when you get home, it is a forgetful accident. <laughs> it's still theft. Try with, it out. Let's put start candy reading. in there. See how big of an item you can get. Batteries are small. Try fetting an ore. <laughs> Sir, there's a bunch you, of ores say, in this cabinet. Are you saying ores like paddles? Yeah. Nice. Um, <laughs> I don't know that. I, I could see how that word probably could have been misconstrued if I just said something else, but just, just, I imagine so. I feel like ores you have to buy at a, a sporting goods store. I thought Ikea had everything. Have to, they have meatballs and stuff. They do have meatballs. Uh, Jesse was looking for ice cream. They didn't have ice cream, but they had frozen cake. I don't mm, know that. No, that's a that's a Kind of a good can, up. I like cake. Cake is a little bit better than ice frozen cream. Frozen cake, depending on how it's wrapped, may be an excellent vessel with which to steal things. <laughs> yeah. 
Just load that thing full of batteries. <laughs> this cake is filled with batteries. <laughs> this is the heaviest cake I've ever seen. <laughs> well, I thought Don't I had to it. power it on before I could eat it. <laughs> is, this, is this a cake you plug in or does it have its own power source? <laughs> what are you talking about, sir? Ooh. Chapter 8, A, a Cap, cap on, a on a Peg. <laughs> We're back. We're almost to the first sentence of this chapter. Yeah. It's a good tinge. When we last left them... Uh, the trucker showed up. Oh yeah, yeah. Sam Bates. Sam Bates. That is correct, sir. Yeah, and he he just says, "I'm a truck driver." As he stands in the frame of the house, like this dangerous man, they've just been attacked, and this weird dude is just like, "Let me in. I'm a truck driver." And this is. Uh, it's important to finish this paragraph again. I'm a truck driver, he told them. The reason I came around to see you is because I heard you were looking for Mr. Hardy. I might be able to help you. Bum, 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 bum. Cut to black. Yeah. Booyah. Cliffhanger. Um, yeah, so we're just going to put a pin in that. <laughs> I'm going to put a pin in that and start Bin this pin. chapter. Um, You've seen my father, Frank asked the truck driver. Well... I did see him on Monday, Sam said slowly, but I don't know where he is now. <laughs> Come in and sit <laughs> and down, I, Frank urged. I wrote in the margin, <laughs> so you can't help. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. We've confirmed. Thank you for like getting rid of that cliffhanger in the first two sentences. Oh, man. And it gets worse. But Oh, yes, it does. So they have him sit down. Uh, they walk into the living room. Bates sits down uneasily in a large chair. Where did you see Mr. Hardy? Uh, Mrs. Hardy asked eagerly. But Sam Bates was not to be hurried. (laughs) This is the the second time. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let me sit in my large chair and relax for a second. This is the second time in this book where there's been like someone missing or action and somebody's just like, "Ah, not yet. (laughs) Time's not right. It's not suspenseful enough yet. I need a moment. Let me go ahead and break down my life story for you. You see, I'm a truck driver. Mostly I drive in Bayport, but sometimes I have to run to another town. That's how I come out to be there that morning. Out where? Along the shore road. I'm sure it was Monday. Here we go. Because when I came home for supper, my wife had been doing the washing, and she only does that on Monday. Hashtag feminism. Hashtag feminism. And after this, my she only line. does that on Monday. Are you getting to your favorite line next, you mean? Or that was? No, this is my favorite line. Go ahead. That's the day Dad left, Joe exclaimed. Yeah, and I wrote, yeah, Joe. this isn't a revelation. <laughs> yes. It's the first thing here. I saw him on Monday. A couple pages back, they said he disappeared on Monday. Yeah. You said if we don't find him by Wednesday, there's going to be trouble. And well, now... There's a it's arrested development I think where they're talking about spies and undercover and someone might have an alias. Yeah. And uh Buster's like alias alias is a show about a spy. <laughs> and like that's his big revelation and that's the exact thing I hear like <gasps> Monday that's the day that dad left. Yes. Yes, Joe. Yes, Joe. I just Frank immediately shuts Joe up too not even acknowledging and I'm just saying oh, it, please please <laughs> yeah, please go please on go, go on, on with the story, the story. sir. Sam, Rolling just ignore his eyes him. At his brother. Ignore Joe. Dad, Dad left on Monday. Where did you see him? Um, so then there's there's more 
just sort of exposition of he's driving down by the old pollet place. Saw a man walking along the road. I waved him like I always do to people in the country. And then I see it's Mr. Hardy. You know my father? Frank asked. Only from his pictures, but I'm sure it was him. Dad left here in a sedan, Joe spoke up. Did you see one around? Uh, No, I didn't. And then here's the... (laughs) This is back to book one for me of just how unique can any of this be. (laughs) Um, But so then he... uh, So what was this man wearing? Mrs. Hardy asked. Well, let's see. Dark brown trousers and a brown and black plaid sports jacket. He wasn't wearing a hat. Which I, I love. I love that, yeah. But it sort of makes sense because he says, but I think he had a brown cap in one hand. Yes, that's my husband. Sardi's face went white. Can you tell us anything more? Uh, and before we get <laughs> to his response, <laughs> this is the thing of like, this is the 1920s or 50s. That's how everyone that's dressed. Everyone dresses that yeah. way. There is one outfit and it is that. And for someone to be like, yep, that's, that's definitely my him. husband. Yeah. He's so, like, it's craving that resolution. And I, I think t- to Mr. Hardy, and he's like, oh, I know it's, uh, oh, what's his name? Snapman. Snapman. I yeah. know Snapman's behind it. I just can't prove it. He's like, well, this guy uh, had hair. That's my husband. <laughs> I'm sure of it. Well, I didn't even tell you the color. Yeah, 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 yeah. It doesn't matter. His, he, he can have whatever color he wants. Uh, that's yes. my husband. <laughs> He's a chameleon. Depends which family he's going home to. <laughs> he wasn't wearing a hat, but he was holding it. That's Fenton's M.O. That's, he's always, he loves hats. He just doesn't wear them. He always loved holding that hat. Yeah. It's not like he's dressed like us where it's like, what was he wearing? He had a shirt with Sinbad on it, or he had a shirt that just pictured a raccoon's face. That's <laughs> definitely him. This is a meerkat, actually. It's a meerkat. Shirt. I apologize. But, I just see the brown, not brown, the, uh, the black smoky eyes. Yeah. Of a meerkat. Of a meerkat. Yeah. But yeah, we, we we dress uniquely because we can. Yeah. Because the, the world That's provides right. it to us. Yeah. In the 1920s, if you wanted something different, you had to make it yourself. Exactly. Um, so can you tell us anything more? But there was no Etsy back then. No. Do you think there was like a 1920s version of Etsy? I mean, Like a it? mom and pop store that just sold this terrible, terrible crap? I feel like that was every... Like you went to market. And like other than the grocery store, everything oh, yeah, there's was no just actual chain stores. Everything's like, just an Etsy. Yeah, like like Rocco, his fruit stand was essentially like Etsy for fruit. Yeah, Etsy for bad fruit. Et- Etsy for, for wet for fruit. bombs <laughs> <laughs> for wet wet dynamite fruit. Um, but can you tell us anything more? I'm afraid not, ma'am. The trucker said. Uh, and then he finishes. Uh, See, I was kind of in a hurry that morning, so I didn't notice nothing else. And he arose to leave. All right, bye now. And this is just so funny that he had to visit their house, sit yeah. down with them, take his time to say, like... Hey, I saw Fentman driving. It could have been a phone call. It could have been anything else to say, Well, like, how did they know he, they were looking for Fenton? Oh, was that out in the newspapers, like Fenton's been missing? Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay, that's no, right. Out. Um, so yeah, you could have just called or called, you know, the police chief since, since people are looking for him. Yeah. But I just thought it was so funny that he like showed up to the house, sat down all just to say like, I, I'm pretty sure it was Monday. I saw a guy with a hat. I'll tell you what it was about. He wanted to drive further out in the country so he can wave to more people. He's like, yeah, I can make the phone call. He's a wave. Or I could drive and just give out a few waves. That's a good point. Yeah. 
Make a few people happy. Come down. He's like, high maybe street. I can scare this family for a second too. Come down High Street. Turn on Elm. <laughs> yeah. Check out the new garden. Hey, I'm pretty I'm sure do. that used to be a barn. I wonder if this is some like strange sociopath who tells everyone he's a truck driver and he's waiting for like a specific response and like the Hardys by greeting him and like bringing him in. Yeah, he's like, okay, you guys will be fine. <laughs> but somebody's You'll gonna do. like start to push the door closed and that's when he'll put his foot in it and and that'll that'll be a, that'll, <laughs> stay tuned to book four, <laughs> the curse of the truck driver. And oh god his big truck boot too just <laughs> all of a sudden you just see a crowbar lower from under his sleeve you shouldn't have done yeah, that the crowbar comes out of his pant legs somehow very <laughs> controlled <laughs> how are you doing that? are you wearing snap pants <laughs> are snap pants around yet uh so the man left and uh uh they decide they're gonna they're gonna maybe yeah. go check out the pilot house. You suppose Dad hid his car and was walking to the pilot house? If so, why? Also, they acted like this news was just everything. Like, oh well, pfft, we've got this case solved now. This is the exact same thing that Pretzel Pete told him. Yeah, of like Hillcrest. Like this is essentially where he was walking. Hillcrest is right before Pilot Place. Yep, that's where Fenton was. Pretzel Pete said so. So this is just confirmation that Pretzel Pete. Is correct. It's a very trustworthy, yeah. tr- trustworthy gentleman. What what do they call uh, the pretzels? Delicious salty, delicious circles? salted rings. Delicious salted rings. That's it. Oh, and doing the artwork for that was a good time. I love that pretzel Pete artwork. I didn't know that my uh, my app for drawing gave me that like paisley pattern, but so his jacket is a nice paisley. That's just a brush. Oh, that's just really? a paisley brush I had. I like that. Yeah. I, I want to. Is that app only on an Easter. iPad, or can I get that on a phone? Uh, you can get it on a phone. Yeah, I might have to do that. I'm gonna still try my hand out at uh, a little phone. bit of painting, but it's called Procreate. Procreate. Yeah, yeah. Check that out. It's good stuff. Um. Anyway, so uh, so they're thinking he must have found a clue at the Hillcrest uh dilapidated farmhouse, and he was then walking to Pollitt Place for some reason. Um. So that he uh, he must have been planning to investigate the haunted house without being seen. Mm. And then Joe chimes in again. Something must have happened to him, Joe cried out. Yeah. Yeah, Joe. He's missing. <laughs> it's he it's been a few you a days at under this point. distress. He's gone. Yeah. He didn't give the secret uh the secret signature. Yeah, the little thumbs up icon next to his <laughs> name. The secret this signature is really is, Fenton. It's <laughs> gonna say it's just like, and I'm actually okay, and actually is in all caps. He didn't capitalize actually. I this know is it's lowercase. This is really odd for your father. Sign. He spelled Fenton wrong. <laughs> it was F E T T I N apostrophe Fenton Hardy. <laughs> oh, so. Frank, I'll bet he went to Pollitt's and that fake ghost got him. Let's go look for Dad right away. Joe is showing his youth. Yeah. I think in this chapter. Yeah, Joe um, was... I felt like... Wasn't Frank the dumb one in the first one? I mean, they're both dumb, but wasn't Frank, like, I think Frank, superiorly dumb? Frank took more hits yeah. than, than Joe did in the yeah. first one, and now it's swinging back Something the other happened way. to Joe, yeah. Something happened in the first book when he fell into space... <laughs> yeah, so he, he changed. Yeah. He Ever never... since you went to space, you've been so different. <laughs> Ever since you came back from space. <laughs> you know, I have to say, 
Uh, I think you were saying under your breath right before we recorded, and I chose not to respond because we don't communicate prior to recording. Yeah. That you didn't like the title of this chapter? Were you saying something negative about this chapter? Oh, it was just... Yeah, I don't I don't care for the title of this chapter. See, I disagree so wholeheartedly that before you even said that, the last thing I wrote is perfect chapter <laughs> yeah. at the end of this chapter. I love that it's, the, 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 the title of the chapter, a cap on a peg, waits for us till the very end. So everything's leading up to that. And you look at a chapter like The Landslide. Landslide happens on page one. It's cleaned up by page two. And then they're watching some guy in a boat yeah, for the next yeah. three pages. You're and, right. And to me, that's like, well, that's not the, the Landslide chapter. That's the boat explosion chapter. Yeah. They should be like, and a boat explodes is the name of the chapter. And this is one that it hangs to, spoiler alert, like the, the second to last paragraph of this chapter is, is when this all sort of comes together. But I think, aside from the title... I love this chapter. I feel like we get some good exposition, oh, no, some this, good talking. This has the best dialogue we've gotten in a long time. Yeah. And and moderate action too. Yeah. I, I feel like there's a the action a, there was, was actually a, a little exciting. Here I was not expecting. I wasn't well, maybe I was. But then when the twist does happen, which we'll get to later, I was just like it's circumstantial. You know, all of a sudden, Lawyer Dave came out. I'm a big believer in bird law. So that's I, all hearsay. That's all hearsay. Objection, hearsay. That's lawyer talk. <laughs> I'd like to see you and I go round for round in bird law. <laughs> oh, so they're like, we, we better go search this place. And Ms. Hardy's like, don't go search this place. Maybe you should, maybe should, you should notify the, the police and let them make a search. And the brothers have this dumb idea to lie to their mother. Uh, and it's the bottom of, of 66 going into 67. Mm. Mother, it's possible dad is there spying on some activities offshore, and he's all right, but can't leave to phone you. The pilot line must have been disconnected. If Joe and I go out there and find him, we can bring back a report. I just want them to come back with a report and her to be like, no, you always like wink a certain way. <laughs> if it's a true report and you didn't wink that certain way, so mom just read your body not, language now. You're not my real children. <laughs> <laughs> so she pulls done, out a shotgun. Just <laughs> who are you? Who are you, mom? It slowly that, turns into what's you, uh, your favorite kind? What of is it, cake? mom from Inception? Yeah, yeah. She slowly offs the children, takes them down to the pond. Yeah, it got Spoiler dark. I'm sorry, it went real dark. No, it's fine. This, yeah. this book comes from a dark place. Yeah, maybe she just ties him up on a train track, like Dudley Do Right style. There you yeah. go. Happy. Yeah, blue exactly. skies. It's funnier. Smiling at me. Uh oh, a train's gonna hit us. <laughs> a gorge. Uh, so then, Mrs. Hardy, being a bad mother. Uh, no, that's not fair. That's that's overreaching. Uh mothering poorly currently yeah being a bad mother is quickly won over and says well you're very convincing frank when you put it that way all right i'll give you my permission but you mustn't go alone oh why not mother we can look out for ourselves joe insisted after proving his worthlessness twice this chapter (laughs) get get some of the boys to go with you there's safety in numbers his mother said and this is like the biggest bad parenting moment for me of like Okay, people have been kidnapped. Uh, yeah. Somebody was tried to, like, so they tried to murder somebody, and then when he didn't die, they kidnapped him. Your father's missing. 
why don't you bring some more of your friends along with you? That way, in case something happens to you, it happens yeah. to all of you. Just go ahead and bring along yeah, these teenage boys. I won't be the only widow with no children yeah. around here. <laughs> Let's bring some other families down, too. That's, that's, the, that's actually a really good point. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, so like some families, I, I know some families who, like on family vacations, they will fly separately. If there's like a large family or a large vacation, because if something happens to one of the planes, they don't want the family to be wiped out. And that's sort huh. of fair. But then on the other side of things, I I know people, and I think I'm more in this camp of like, well, I'd, I'd rather everyone be together. And if something yeah, bad happens, something bad happens. Yeah. yeah. I would hate to be on the plane that didn't go. Yeah, uh, that would suck. Yeah, and then you struggle the rest That's of your life with how did I end up on the, the good plane, and they ended up on the one with no I feel wings. like that's just a lie that they tell, that they're like, oh, you're bringing your third cousin? <laughs> I don't want to sit Steve. next to him on the plane. Yeah, Steve smells. He eats nothing but sauerkraut. <laughs> Steve, listen, we <laughs> just want to make sure the family sauerkraut? lineage goes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> That's just a little bit about Steve. <laughs> yeah. That's a good title. That's a good chapter title. A little bit about Steve. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get a character named Steve one of these times. I hope yeah. so. And, and he hangs out with Pretzel be, Pete. Yeah. yeah. Pretzel Pete. number one nemesis. Man, I couldn't think of a, a sauerkraut Steve. food. Sauerkraut Steve? That yeah. Works. And Pretzel Pete. Yeah. That works perfectly. I like it. The crowd. So uh, the boys get busy calling their pals, and they round up the troop, and we have oh, yeah. been waiting oh, to yeah. get these boys back. So Biff, Biff has been here. Chet has been here. Yeah. But it's... we're bringing back... Ooh, baby. We're bringing back Tony Preto, my man, Phil Cohen. Mm, so Phil's excited. got himself a motorcycle. Ooh, yeah. We got, what is this? One, two, three, four, five, six boys, three motorcycles. So we get... Uh, Two bagels. Chet with Frank, Biff with Jeff, <laughs> two toasters, four bagels, six motorcycles, 12 kids. Hey-o. <laughs> it's not at all an appropriate One end. missing dad. One neglectful mother. We got ourselves a party. Yeah. One trucker, two hands, both waving. <laughs> uh, shortly, uh, so, so they, they head out. Uh, Chet with Frank, Biff with Joe, Tony with Phil. The three motorcycles went out of Bayport, past the Tower Mansion, and along the Shore Road. And I like that little callback. Yeah. Just just to remind ourselves that the first book happened. Yeah. There's, there's continuity here. I did like uh, that, too. In, in the canon I'm, of the I'm Hardy I'm hoping, Boys. though, that they... We still haven't gotten Oscar Smuff. And I thought that's who she was going to say. Like, well, if you boys are going to go, I'd rather you brought an actual detective call up Smuff. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, seeing Tower Mansion gave me more hope. You want that results, Smuff you're going to want Tony Preto. That's true. Smuff's, Smuff's your guy if you need to put out a fire. Yeah. That's true. I guess Preto is more of an adult than the Smuffman. You can't have the Smuffman and the Snapman. No. Yeah. Can't Smuff and Smat. Smuff and Snap. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, so this this page sixty seven ends with uh, you know they're, they're driving up past the Kane Farmhouse, past Hillcrest Road, and at last come inside to the steep cliff rising from Barmet Bay and crowned by the rambling frame house where Felix Pollitt had lived. At this time, they watched carefully for a sign of Mister Hardy's car, but found none. Ooh. To which Chet says, "Your dad hit it well." And then then there's a page turn, and I was thinking like. 
dude, their dad's clearly missing and yeah. in trouble. Like <laughs> this, this dumb idea of like maybe he hid the car and is safely snooping from the old pilot house. Yeah, and he just because the phone line was down, he hasn't come home for three days or eaten or changed clothes. That's that's the reality of the situation. Like I feel like that's so ignorant and. Like, everyone knows that, and for him to be like, oh, your dad hid the sedan really well before he uh, voluntarily started hiding, and Frank and Joe just slowly <laughs> turn and look back at him. Dude, our, our dad's clearly dead. He's dead. <laughs> I, was gonna say, so, I imagined this, too. It's like, the car is clearly at the bottom of this, like, cliff, like, where they found the canoe, and it's on fire. What a great and hiding then, place. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that that really uh, didn't cause it to try putting it on fire too, so no one could recognize it, and you just see like blood trails everywhere. <laughs> it's like, look, guys, he even left you a trail so you could follow him. Your dad clearly was thinking about you. <laughs> just- He's dead, Chet. <laughs> He's dead. Is that uh, his cap? Yeah, yeah it's yeah, covered in blood. His head is still yeah. in it. It looks like the back of JFK. Oh, too far. Oh, line crossed. <laughs> Uh, I'm just doing mean president jokes this whole season. I'm making fun of FDR and JFK. Yeah, right? really, really give it to Garfield one of these times. <laughs> <laughs> Eisenhower, you better watch out. Uh, your dad hit it well, uh, Chet said, and then Frank said, it's possible someone stole it, Frank told him, which I, I appreciate. Finally, Frank, yeah. Like, rather smart than one. just placating Chet and be like, yeah, yeah, Chad, yeah, he did hide it well. He's always been good at hide and seek with vehicles. Just like he's going to hide from the family for the next ever Chat's like, maybe your dad had uh, rock face paint, so he just painted the car to look like a rock face, and it's actually right here in front of us. We just can't see it because it's so well camouflaged. <laughs> your dad's really great. I love with, you, with, dad. With his ghost tape recorder and remote control, <laughs> yeah. he also has invisible maybe, ink. Maybe Fenton's the ghost. Oh. There's actually a, a killer line about that in a second. Um, so uh, the boys came closer to the Pollock property. Lonely looking place, isn't it? Mm. Um Sure is. Good haunt for a ghost. So then they decide they're going to... Frank stops his motorcycle and signals to the other two motorcycles to do likewise. Well, what's the matter? Chet asked. Uh, and then this next paragraph I love. Do you see it there? Yes, I do. We'd better sneak up on the place quietly. If we go any further and the ghost is there, he'll hear the motorcycles. Couple things. <laughs> Couple things. One... <laughs> There is no ghost. There is no such thing as ghosts. And as detectives, I would hope that they know that. Like, before they were, like, talking about how it was a prank with a tape recorder. Yeah. Potentially. And now they are referring to it solely as the ghost. But then just one step past that, they said, you know, and if the ghost is there, he'll he'll hear the motorcycles. And I thought, boys, it could be a girl ghost. She could be doing the dishes. You Hashtag can't hear feminism, over. ghost yeah. dishes in the Hardy Boys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Those stains don't come off. Jesus, they need to get their priorities straight. It's not the bad men that clearly kidnapped. What was the fake name the guy gave? Uh, Bill Jones. Bill Jones. So God, Bill Jones I has hate... been kidnapped, and they haven't even thought like, oh, these people have been tied up. Maybe the ghosts tied them up. Are these ghost pirates? Is that where, is this a Pirates of the Caribbean situation? Yes I'm, or no? I'm still stuck back on how quickly I recalled Bill Jones, and then I thought to Harold Morley of the Hamlin Company. <laughs> and I just have to wonder on a personal note, what, what isn't in my brain 
that should be because the space is taken up oh, by that's remembering. A good question, dude. I think such details about. I think these about books. Kaufman every day. Yeah, yeah. I, I, we, I told the story a couple weeks ago about how oh, about the, the, Kaufmans? The, the Kaufman trailer drove by, and I was like, that almost hit us. Is like, <laughs> that a Kaufman? It's a nice trailer. <laughs> it's the nicest trailer I've ever seen. That's a Kaufman. That's definitely a Kaufman. It's got to be a Kaufman. Um, so then we, we get sort of too much exposition, which is nice. Like, we, we spend like a full page... Yeah, of with, them just coming up with a plan of how they're going to get to the house. And then, like, they split up, and three of them go on one side, three of them go on the other, and they're just climbing through the weeds. Yeah, ducking behind bushes, not being seen. They don't want these ghosts to know they're coming. Strangely, though, the the signal, Frank says, I'm going to whistle yeah. when you guys come out. And I was just thinking, like, maybe there should be just, like, any Throw other subtle way yeah. of indicating to them. Like, let's he, say there's a bunch of people with guns. Do you whistle? Yeah. Like how do you how do you tell Just them? Stand up and wave your hands. Or you could throw a rock like he did before. We already know he's got that arm cannon. Ah, oh, that's true. In the middle of the street. When, when I when I deck Tony in the face with this <laughs> rock, that means stand up. <laughs> if I hit him in the face twice, yeah. that means stay crouched. <laughs> that's a good idea, Joe. Agreed. Um, so uh, they finally sneak up on this house, and uh oh, and an expression of surprise crossed Frank's face. Someone's living here! He exclaimed in astonishment. Do you see me? My God! From where the boys stood, they hardly recognized the old place. Weeds that had filled the flower beds on their last visit had been completely cleared away. Leaves and twigs had been raked up, and the grass was cut. A similar change had been run out in the house. The hanging shutters had been put in place, and the broken library glass was replaced. This is like four days. Yeah. Like, they were just here Some like last week. serious lawn care going on. And then Fenton went missing on Monday. Um, so, yeah, th- this is an intense little switch. Yeah. Do you a- think Dad's a part of the, uh, what's that move that bus thing? And you, like, fix oh, people? Oh, the home makeover? Yeah. Fenton's just doing home makeovers for people. Extreme Makeover Home Edition. That's what it is, yeah. With uh, Tyler... Tyler something. Durden? No. No, that's Fight Club. You're right. That is Fight Club. Yeah. Tyler the Creator? No. No. That's rap. That's rap. Okay. Um, Oh, Tyler Perry. Thank you. Is that really his name? No, absolutely not. Um, That's the Medea guy. (laughs) Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um... So Hello. this this was the twist I was talking about earlier. Of like they come into this clearing and the oh, house I like is this like in twist, perfect actually. shape. I think this is awesome. Yeah, th- this is what I was talking this about. Ghost like, house I didn't see now. this coming. Yeah, now I would really be like, oh man, is something paranormal actually happening? Yeah, maybe at night. It's the Pirates of the Caribbean again. When the moon night is, you know, it's, it's coming. You got the moonlight. The big moon's out. Looks like a ghost house. And the day it looks normal. Wow. It all comes back to the pirates, And man. I was just making fun dun, of them dun, for dun, believing dun, in ghosts, dun, 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 but dun, 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 dun. you best start believing in ghost <laughs> stories. You're, You're in, in one. one. <laughs> I, I am genuinely disturbed by the number of lines we both share in common. <laughs> like the, the amount of Dude, Where's My Car that we did prior to recording. It's, it's all I've got. Yeah, this is but the only it's also thing my brain is filled have. with. Yeah, and it's just such strange crossover between. <laughs> and so I think it's good that we host a podcast. I do too. 
and we're we're teaching people about great films. Yeah, so so they come into this thing, uh, this clearing house is looking great. Oh Everything's yeah, fixed. new windows. And Woo! then uh, we get a short time later, a woman came out of the house carrying a basket of clothes. She Classic. Walked over to a clothesline, started to hang up the laundry, as one does. Um, and then a man came out and strode across the yard to a shed where he started filling a basket with logs. Um, and so this is this is this happy picture. But it comes out of nowhere. So th- this this I really liked about this chapter. I did not see this coming. I oh, thought, no, not I thought we were going to get a cliche interaction with a ghost, and they like <laughs> were about to run away scared. And like we hear this like, "Don't come in here, sons of Fenton Hardy," and then they're like, "What are we going to do?" And that's the end of the chapter. Oh. But instead, totally, totally came yeah. out of left field where we've got Pleasantville happening. Yeah, that is it. I thought they were going to find Fenton. I thought they were going to go into the closet where they got trapped, and they were going to open up the door, and Fenton was in there, and he was just going to be like, this door got locked out of nowhere. Only they had already ripped the eyes out of the wall for the hooks. Yeah, but the eyes are fixed because it's day. Uh, that's true. If they fix the shutters, they fix the, they fix the locking the, yeah. eyes. You're right. Um, speaking of Pleasantville, I like the turn of phrase. Uh, you know, they they had... Expected to find the same sinister and deserted place they have visited previously. Instead, here was a scene of domestic tranquility. Ooh, I just think that's beautiful. Yeah, that is well written. That's poetic. Look at that. That's, Frank. That's, I feel like that's what I want a lot of days. It's just a little bit of domestic tranquility. tranquility. Yeah, that does sound nice. Um, this is just the author writing what he wishes his life was, too. Yeah. He just wants to carry logs. To a basket. Have have hot pretzels. Hot pretzels and, yeah, his wife hanging out his clothes. On Monday. What a life. Um, so they decide to go up and talk to the people because they seem like, you know, nice Those enough people. people. Not much use in hiding any longer. Let's uh, go out and, <laughs> and question these people. And then he gave the prearranged <laughs> whistle, which has to be the, like, no wonder the people, spoiler alert, become somewhat standoffish. <laughs> Yeah, because someone whistles on one side of your yard, and then... well, he's clearly hiding too. Someone is hiding in the bushes and just stands up and starts whistling, and then five other boys pop out. I would be like, "Is this Children of the Corn?" And how many more of there are you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think the right thing to do would have been to like sneak back out to the street and then walk up like normal people. Yeah. Hey, how y'all doing? We're normal those, people yeah. who didn't emerge from the woods. <laughs> hey, I wasn't watching you from the bushes. Neither was my brother or my four friends. How did you boys get up here? Uh, we didn't see any motorcycles. Oh, we hid them four <laughs> miles away and then walked through the woods. We we trundled our bikes into a into some Ooh, brush. Oh, nice! And uh, look and at then you snuck through the weeds here like normal people. Yeah, I'll buy that. I would like them to start. Ending more question or ending more statements with like normal people, <laughs> yeah. so to convince themselves <laughs> we're real, <laughs> we aren't programmed. We're gonna make sure the ghosts can't hear us like <laughs> yeah, normal people would. Can do. What do you want? Demand oh. the man. Um. All, by the way, uh, the description we get, um, a bunch of it. All we get for the woman is uh, her gaunt face, wore an unpleasant scowl. Uh, but the guy was short and thin with close-cropped hair, and he needed a shave. His complexion was swarthy, his eyes narrow under coarse black brows. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the same time, another man came out of the kitchen and stood on the steps. He was stout and red-haired with a scraggly mustache. And all we get for the woman is gaunt face. Gaunt face, yeah. So our, our Beckfield woman once again, 
not doing his so complexion well. was swarthy what is swarthy swarthy yeah i don't know i for some reason my mind says suave like ooh, that man i have no idea what i'm picturing that man's that. swarthy it was I, good complexion that skin was just whew, it's flawless you think swarthy means flawless yeah i think it's like ice you know what I'm saying? It's just like this perfect okay. icy complexion. Like a movie villain. Yeah. Like clearly, oh, yeah. Like good looking, a working yeah. actor. Great skin. This is soft. This is yeah. beautiful. Doing this it is, doesn't even, there's this no, is the one for me. Yeah, no one specular me, highlights on his forehead or anything like that Obviously. because he's just so, his skin is so perfect. So it's just he had this gross beard. Yeah. He just, you know, he just needed that needed shave. Um, so uh, they're like, you know, what do you want? Yeah. Who are you? Uh, we didn't know anyone was living here, Frank explained. Edging over to the kitchen door, he wanted to get a look inside the house if possible. I wonder how much of an edge that was. Like, how far away is he from the kitchen door? Yeah, that we don't have a lot of conversation, conversation here. Yeah. <laughs> he's, just, he's just step by step, just moving, just rotating. He's doing the the Michael Jackson smooth criminal lean <laughs> where his feet stay planted and he's like at a 45 degree angle yeah. just trying to play it cool. What is he doing? Frank, are you okay? This kid came out of the bushes. Now he's doing this weird dance. <laughs> he's he's a ghost. <laughs> oh, my God. Maybe this is when we find out that the Hardy Boys are ghosts. It's the author's dead kids. Someone. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we're staying real dark this chapter. I know. It's a very dark chapter. Uh, sorry, Squarespace. We'll keep it above board next week. Then you can start sponsoring us. Um, well, we're living here now, and we don't like snoopers. Ooh, that red-haired man's got some fire. We're not snooping, Frank declared. We are looking for a man who disappeared from Bayport. Humph, <laughs> grunted the woman. And I just love... This is this is like in any like Law & Order or CSI... Where when John Mulaney has it, do you know John Mulaney? I love John Mulaney. He's got a great bit about that. How like when their homicide detectives are questioning somebody, he's like, "There's these characters like the man who continues to unload crates from a yeah. truck, even though homicide detectives." And they're always like, "Oh, Billy Flanagan, yeah, I remember him. Did something happen to him? Yes, yeah, that's, that's why, why the murder police are here. Yeah. Like, that's John Mulaney's line." And I'm just thinking, like, they're approaching these people, like, "Yeah, somebody's missing." They're like, "Huh." Like, okay, you're guilty. Yeah, you did it clearly. You know, the Canes down the street, they opened their house and let a stranger in who... who yeah, they like, massaged them him, up. brought him in. Yeah, that's gave how him you pajamas, treat someone in the yeah, 20s. This is leave it to Beaver Town. Yeah. This is, this is Pleasantville. This is domestic tranquility. You can't... Oh, that know, is a good line. It's, it's that great. really is. But I, I just feel like these people immediately showed their hand of like, well, don't look here. <laughs> Actually, what they say is... Uh, what, Why do you, do you think, think he's he, around here? The thin man put in. He was last seen in this neighborhood. What does he look like? Tall and dark, like everyone. He was wearing a brown suit. He was wearing the same brown suit and sports jacket and cap that everyone Everywhere, wears yeah. in, in this decade. You see what you're wearing right now? He was yeah. wearing that. It was something like that. <laughs> was, oh, was yeah. he wearing his cap or holding it? Oh, he is holding it like you are right now. Like both of you are. You know the outfit both of you guys are wearing? <laughs> and those guys over there. And then they look over to the wife, and the wife is also wearing the same thing. <laughs> Just, and then, like, 
it just the camera slowly pans back to show all the kids and they're, they're all wearing, wearing the same thing. <laughs> and then it's just this wide cut of everyone in the world just wearing the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Which makes the next part all the funnier. Uh, well, there hasn't been any around, anybody around here since we rented this place and moved in, the red-haired man said gruffly. And then here we go. Last two paragraphs. There seemed to be no prospect of gaining information from the unpleasant trio, so the boys started to leave. But Frank had reached the kitchen door you know, with his lean. As he He's glanced in... completely horizontal, <laughs> yeah. just hovering off the ground. <laughs> As he glanced in, planted. he gave a start. Hanging on a peg was the brown sports cap. I'm sorry, I have to correct you. Hanging on the peg was a... Oh, Brown's yeah. sports cap, which just makes it funnier to me. Yeah, uh, this, this thing is the, far right, away. Yeah. The, oh, that's dad's that's hat that. for sure. <laughs> what there, color was that cap? Brown. Did you see the front logo? No, but it's a brown sports cap. Everyone else has more of a beige. Or if it's like hanging on the peg was like a pink fedora, and they're like, a hat. Dad had a hat. <laughs> Guys, it's not, it's not the same. Stop. Don't be excited. I'm not going to lie. That's I it. wish it was not the cap. I wish it was just another red wig. <laughs> red Jackley strikes again Once again we have another red haired man Who seems like a villain I'm throwing it out that that's the snap man red Jack- right? One of these is the Snapman. I feel like Red Jackley had the potential To be like the Dread Pirate Roberts Oh yes Where that just somebody amazing. else takes up the wig Yeah Like the wig gets passed on and people yeah. retire and- On his deathbed he just shipped out All of his wigs to like five different Turns criminals. Out he's been in bed with Kaufman for this whole scam for years. Just like Franklin W. Dixon, man, Red Jackley is just a name, you know, it's just a criminal name. It's not a real entity. That would be fun if we got to know that like every book, like the bad guy, the, the villain was Red Jackley. And then each book reading it just became like a waiting game of like, and that's when they met. And it's like, you know, Bob Jones, like, oh, come on. <laughs> We were hoping that would be. We're waiting for red. And then the old store clerk <laughs> lifted his hat and had black hair. Oh, uh, come on. And he had a shock of uh, pool shock. <laughs> he had a shock I of electricity. I gotta go clean this pool. <laughs> oh, God. It's like Einstein hair. Uh, hanging on a peg was a brown sports cap. It looked exactly like the one his father owned and which he had worn the morning that he had disappeared. Uh oh! End of chapter. Perfect chapter. I loved. It, it this was a chapter. good chapter. It started off very strong and it didn't let go. Yeah, it it got a little bit less ridiculous. To where that's a little upsetting to me because I like when it's really dumb because it's more fun. But it was actually a, a well written chapter. Yeah, well rounded. Yeah, I well feel- done. He's finally found his stride. Who? The writer. The writer, yeah. Well, yeah. this is his second book now. Yeah, I know. I was curious of, of by like book five, if they're going to be as silly as they were. Probably. I'm guessing so, around like, he did 21 up front, so I'm, I'm guessing around like 17, then they're going to start shifting more in his writing style. You think it's going to take that long? Yeah. See, what I was curious about, you said of like the first 21, he wrote 17 of them or something? Like, there's some number. Out of the first 25, he wrote 21. Okay, I'm very curious to find out which four 
were, were not, not him. written by him. And if it's the kind of thing where maybe like the first five books, he wrote one and there were four other authors, and then like the publisher was like, well, we're going to go with, oh. with you know, the guy who wrote number one or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd be interested to know if it could be broken down. I would like to know that if, too, actually. Which ones are, what's his name? Le- David Leslie McFarlane, Charlie, some. Leslie McFarlane, but you're right. It's, what is his first name? I think it's Charlie. Charles Leslie McFarlane? That's it. Nice. Charles Leslie McFarlane. Good for you. Good memory. Thank you. Yeah. It's harder to remember real people than it is to remember Harold <laughs> no. Morley from the Hamlin Company. That is sad. I'll meet someone and don't know their name, but yeah, I'll always remember Morley. You know Morley. who you remind me of? Harold Morley from the Hamlin <laughs> Company. <laughs> is he famous? No, he's from a Hardy Boys book. I, I have the unfortunate... Uh, pleasure of occasionally going to networking functions. Oh, um, yeah. And, and sometimes I meet cool people and stuff, but other yeah, times there's just do. hawks who are there like throwing out business cards and they do not care about you. They're just trying to get business. They're not trying to have an actual conversation. Yep. And I think I'm going to start just introducing myself as like, oh, I'm Harold Morley from the Hamlin Company. I think you should. What does did- the Hamlin Company do? I did that. I've only been to Pharmaceutical one. Pharmaceutical smuggling. <laughs> <laughs> Say that again. Pharmaceutical smuggling? Pharmaceutical smuggling. We steal, we steal, from steal pharmaceutical, pharmaceutical companies. Sorry. Mostly from uh, shipments from India. Sorry, I stuttered. <laughs> yeah. We steal pharmaceuticals. <laughs> I also sell hand grenades. You uh, throw them at uh, other smugglers they're, or people on your own team. They're marine, they're, <laughs> they're maritime hand grenades, <laughs> specifically designed for boats. <laughs> Eileen went to one like St. Louis marketing thing and they wanted you to like sign in. You have to put your name on a sign up sheet so when people walk in they could see who's there. And I was like, well, this is dumb. So I wrote the fakest name. I don't remember what it was, but it was a really dumb fake name. And some kid came up to me and goes, hey. And I was like, hello. He goes, remember me? We met a long time ago. I saw your name on the sign up sheet. And I was like, oh, I know that guy. And I was just like, I wrote a fake name, dude. <laughs> Who do you think I am? Do you remember the fake name? I'm curious now. I don't. That, I mean, this was probably did, five did years ago. Did you sign your credit card receipts with random names, right? Yeah. That's a, this is not a one-time not, thing yeah, you did. This is a, a classic. I love doing this. I love okay. paying the bills just so I can write a really dumb name. And they're all childish names like Commander Poopy Pants. <laughs> <laughs> Shakia Poop Taker. There's a lot that does with poop. I like poop. <laughs> <laughs> I think the last one, I just did a series of squiggles, and then it said, flip the page. So they had to flip it to the backside, and it was just more (laughs) squiggles. I wonder if this is all going to help you one day where, like, turns out you don't have to pay for any of these things because it wasn't your... Like, you could just protest and be like, actually... I, I didn't buy that. My name is David Christopher Pitt. <laughs> yeah, I don't Does know. Does that what, look like... This is credit uh, card uh, fraud. This, this is Commander Poopy Pants. <laughs> That's not my name. You're looking for someone in the military. I'm going to just pull up the security <laughs> camera footage of you signing with like a big smile on your face. <laughs> Showing <laughs> everyone at my table. Did you see what I signed it as, look guys? <laughs> and then the waiter or waitress just picking it up like, Jesus, come on, your, grow up. Your mouth is clearly making like Commander Poopy <laughs> Pants. Like, yeah, I have no idea what that was. That's not me. (laughs) That's clearly not me. Sir, you're wearing the same sweatpants. (laughs) In all of these videos, you're wearing those sweatpants that you're wearing now. You don't even work at that place anymore. I was telling Sean earlier that I have a pair of sweatpants from an old job that I wear consistently almost every day. 
And this I, we, this came up because my Meerkat shirt is my favorite shirt, and I like to wear it a lot. Yeah, and he wore out the one he had previously. Yeah, I haven't worn it in a while because it's been in my go bag. Oh. But I decided to get it out today. You're ready to stop. You stopped the go bag. Paused the go bag. Paused the go bag, for, yeah. For just a short amount of yeah. time. I like that. Um, How do you think we did on time this this one? Uh, I'm going to say 52 minutes. 56. You're oh. really good. I should have really gone really And there are no clocks in this room. I'm impressed. Yeah. You do this every time. Well, I have a you potato clock close. in my pocket that I check. Ah, uh, that explains it. Yeah. Sometimes potatoes are wrong. They don't always convert energy correctly, so that's why it's no, slightly off. Well, do you think that potato will tell us the time when we get to chapter nine? <laughs> <laughs>